0: Alright, welcome to the Reform Nutrition Podcast. Today we are talking about um, my experience in bodybuilding as well as my friend Renee Smith, who I have on the podcast with me. Um, Just both of our experiences doing a bodybuilding show for the first time. Neither of us had um, a coach or anything. We did it on research and helping each other out. So, Renee. Welcome. <laughs> oh, thanks,
1: You're Good to be here. Yeah, we uh, had quite a journey. Um, what got me in to uh, deciding to do a bodybuilding show was COVID, actually. Uh, COVID started, and I had that COVID, and so March of 2020, that's when all the gyms shut down, and I just started working out the December before, and I worked out mostly for my mental health and so um when the gyms closed I got panicky and I said to myself I cannot deal with getting depressed at this point so I decided I was going to work out from home so I worked out from home and I had my little dumbbells the ones we had of course you could order them online because everybody else was ordering them <laughs> and yep and then i did um, a youtube video for my abs and then i then you know that wasn't enough i was working at one and a half to 2 hours a day and i thought okay you know i got to work out more because i don't want to get on medication so then i started running up and down my block of my neighborhood and stuff and i started all that and then sarah and i worked together and there's quite an age difference between us, but we really...
0: Yeah, you, you can't see us, but no, we, yeah. we've got a huge I, age gap. Yeah, and I
1: uh, I always get, well, is, do you guys, is that your daughter? And that, that's such a nice compliment. But no, she's not my daughter, but yeah. she <laughs> definitely could be my daughter. so But we worked together, and I just said, you know, we had always talked a little bit about working out. Sarah was really into CrossFit at the time when when i was working out just at the gym and i was mostly doing cardio at that time so we talked and then i just said we well, you know my passion is really to one day to enter a bodybuilding competition when i'm 60 and then she said and sarah said what'd you say
0: i was well i thought it was amazing i was like oh my gosh because i had never i hadn't really known much about bodybuilding i'd kind of seen like bits and pieces from people on YouTube and stuff and I didn't know anything about it but I was like, Oh my gosh, you have to be like super buff and like lean to do that And yeah. I was like I, I don't know. I thought it so, was So yeah,
1: so we talked about it a little bit and I just said, Well you know what, you should do it with me <laughs> and, and, and I she was did. so <laughs> <laughs> at
0: first I was like, I don't think I should do that. <laughs> like
1: No, and yeah. at first I think both of our <clears> concerns were is that towards the end we thought it would really get unhealthy. And, and we kind of both knew that and we both kind of checked in with each other and we said, you know, we're not going to let it get too unhealthy for us. We're just going to do what's right for us, right? And I feel like we did that.
0: Yeah, I think we both had a standard for how far we were willing to push it. Yes. Um, And then, yeah, stay within that boundary. Stay within boundary. Like for me, you really tempted me to want to do the show like when I first went and worked out with you at the gym because I was just super like I don't know what to do CrossFit wasn't going on much because of COVID and I was like I need some kind of goal and this was something new that I had never done before and so when you were like telling me about it I'm like ah don't
1: know. You're thinking, No, I think you I, were thinking, that's a good goal. I've got a goal I to I wanted achieve. to
0: do it really bad, but I was, like, not sure if I should, like, go through with it. Like, the first week, I feel like I was not entirely sure. And I think Joey was, like, my husband. He wasn't sure about it either. But then, I can't remember if I did a couple of workouts after that. And I was like, yeah, I think I, I want to try this. You're thinking oh, I'm going to
1: try it. it, yeah. And yeah. I think what a lot of people say is... and. When we said we want to do a, be a entering bodybuilding show, well, we didn't want to do the super buff. Everybody thinks bodybuilding, and they think of those guys that are just have the big quads and the big arms and they're 4% body fat. We were not going to achieve that. We yeah. did it with bikini, which is the beginner level.
0: Yeah, very, bikini. very beginner. It's like the least amount of muscle growth I think you need for that category, and the least, uh, like you don't need to be as lean yes for it either yes so, so that was <laughs> that was our goal yeah try and do that and so how long did you spend training for that so i trained two and a half
1: years and i think you said you trained
0: i got in year and a half, half. Yeah.
1: yeah and you know what i'm really proud of both of us that we stuck with it Yeah. because what was really interesting it was like oh god it's so far away so far away and then when it was like a a month away we're like oh my god it's already here that's what my my whole philosophy changes yes. like already here and i mean there was so much it, to get ready for to prepare. i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah
0: so. there was a lot that went into it so when you first started doing the bodybuilding your training process really evolved over time
1: it it did revolve over time and i actually did it uh I think you already said we did it without trainers, right? And we did it on our yeah, own. Yeah,
0: we we didn't have any coaches, which when we were at the show itself, there were so many competitors that were like they you all You don't had. have a
1: coach? They all have coaches. Yeah, yeah and I all had you know, on hindsight I think that if we had coaches, if I had a coach the last month, I could have been more pumped up for the show and stuff. I was too nervous I couldn't have pump up in the back. But um but yeah, how it, like you said how it all started is it started um training process we did a lot of research and my research was i knew i had weight to lose and like i said earlier i started with all cardio. i used to just work out all cardio i do the elliptical and i wouldn't even touch any weight weights and so then as it evolved i knew i wanted to lose weight and but i also wanted to gain muscle and there was this trainer that i knew it from the gym that he kept saying well he told me a year before this well really it should be lifting and 30% cardio. And I thought, that doesn't make sense. I don't believe that. Well, and I finally came to realization, it does make sense. So I slowly evolved to doing less and less cardio and more lifting and towards the last year and a half, I actually did zero cardio and I did all lifting and I got really lean because I had more muscle mass, more muscle mass, you could eat more. My calories went from 1500 calories a day to twenty four hundred and fifty a day just because of the muscle mass but I got what I did different which I shouldn't have done is I got lean at the beginning and I never in my opinion put on enough muscle but that's how you learn you know so it it yeah yeah. well
0: and again for not having you know very much like guidance from someone else I feel like you did a really good job and again you were eating.
1: and I a was lot. eating a ton, yeah. eating a ton, yeah. And you came to it with a different.
0: Yeah. Philosophy. So, so for me, I had a harder time with uh, leaning out. So I already had a decent amount of muscle mass. Yes. So I didn't need to eat as much. But I was like trying to stay in a caloric deficit because I was trying to, yeah, just get my body fat down a little. So bit. your muscles so would
1: show because you already had that muscle. Yeah, depression. I already
0: had quite a bit of muscle mass, even just from doing CrossFit for so long. And then when I started doing the training with you and lifting weights consistently, like I, um, I got a lot of new muscle too. Yes. Um, my quads got a lot bigger and my, my shoulders got a lot bigger. bigger yeah. And your biceps <laughs> and your yeah, yeah, I mean, back. Yeah. Got bigger, but yeah, like trying to lean out so they actually showed um was kind of a challenge for me because you look you looked great your your leanness was
1: yeah so i think if we would have put our bodies together we would have we would have been perfect perfect. (laughs) because if you look at us if you guys could see us we are totally different body types it's it's just interesting yeah Yeah. so yeah Yeah,
0: for sure you want to say how old you are
1: yeah i'm i just turned 60 in december so i i met my lifelong goal of doing a bodybuilding show when I'm 60. Yeah. And I think I'm one and done. I think one's good. Yeah? Yeah. Because I, the last couple weeks, I started to see some negative stuff that I don't want to see. It's like I was, we, you know, we'll have to talk about how we practice posing and stuff. Well lot of the getting lean and stuff as you look in the mirror and you analyze your body. And so I was looking at my abs and I'm thinking, what is this on my ab? And I'm thinking, okay, that's over the top if yeah. I'm analyzing it that it's much. Unhealthy.
0: It's hard to not be dissatisfied with little yes. things. Little things. Um, but that's kind of like the point when you're getting ready to go on stage. is like you want to look your best, so you're trying to, you know, nitpick.
1: No, yeah. and yeah, yeah,
0: it, like you were saying, it's it's not exactly the healthiest thing.
1: In yeah, the world. but we knew it would only be for a short while. The unhealthiness stuff. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing. It's yeah. not there all the time.
0: Yeah, and another thing that happened too was like our training. So we originally started training um, together. We were doing the same program, same stuff. I pretty much was just going off of what you were doing. Yeah, because
1: you were I learning really, as you went. Yeah, I
0: didn't really know anything. Um, and then how how long did we train together before I started? doing You know,
1: maybe six nine months. You think something like that?
0: Yeah, I don't think it was quite a year, but about yeah, I would say yeah, I would say maybe nine months. Yeah. Yeah. So about nine months in, I kind of went off to do um, a little bit more of my own program because there were certain things that I was trying to um, build more muscle with.
1: Yes, because um, we needed to work on different areas of our body. Yes. Well, yeah. Because, so. like, you
0: were trying to build more, like, hamstrings, more glutes. Yes. I and you already had like that. I <laughs> needed, yeah, I didn't feel like I needed that as much. So, I... Yeah, we kind of went off... Um, we were still doing it together, but we kind of, like, went off and did our own separate, like... Yes. Um, training routines, I guess. hmm um, And that's how we kind of, like, finished out our training. Yes. So... But we both... Um, like, rep scheme-wise, we pretty much both stayed with, like, the three sets of 12. Three sets of 12, yes. yeah. yeah. So, essentially, it was just the movements that we were doing were different.
1: Yeah, well, I was working so. more on, yeah, the, the, the glutes and the hams, and you were yeah. working on different parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Definitely.
0: That was a big difference for us later on as we um, went. So, initially for you what did your nutrition so
1: initially for me i was like i said i started with 1500 calories and i really didn't know the difference between macros fats proteins carbs and i was just kind of started no i didn't really know and then i the more i read and i listened to the mind pump podcast those guys and they and everybody in muscle for life mike matthews they all were saying for each. Um, pound you weigh, you should have one gram of protein. And I, and and then they said, two, the older you are, the more protein you should have. So True. it's like, okay, I really amped up my protein and where I was eating one and a half times my weight in protein, which was overkill. But with all that protein, I was always sat- saturated that word I was already full enough (laughs) satiated satiated and I didn't was never never hungry and then as I built more muscle I could eat more and I was eating more protein so then I started realizing I could eat more protein and I was eating less fat and I still carbs i was still afraid of carbs so I slowly added carbs and Sierra kind of always just said well you you gotta have carbs I can't believe you do you eat that little fat and it's like okay you know I I slowly added it in and (sighs) And got the ratio to where I felt like it was good protein to carbs to fat you know so that was good Um, so then so like I said started with about 1500 got up to about 2400 and so I was eating my job you know of that was eating all day every three hours six meals yeah, a day
0: really plan
1: that out. you have to plan it yeah and then the water consumption you got to get your water in you got to have tub wars of food that you take with you because god forbid you're away from the house for three hours because you've got it you can't eat you don't want to eat processed food so you you have a lot of chicken breasts. you have a lot of rice you have a lot of vegetables and all those foods you just have to if you're gone from the house you have to take them with you
0: yeah you have a lot of the same foods like over and over yes so sometimes it can get a little bit boring especially toward the end of the prep, I think. I yeah. Mean, that's when it got the most boring. I
1: think that you, you always needed the more variety than I did. Because I oh. always said I could eat chicken breast yeah. the rest of my life and rice and I'd be that's, good to go.
0: I think that's probably one thing that was a little bit different with, um, yeah, our approach. Like, well, aside from, like, the calories. Because, like, for me, I I did maintenance for a while. Like, from November um, till about three months before the show. And then... I started, like, trying to lean out again, and my calories got down to about 18, 17, 1800. It got a little and bit lower Yeah, that's very low, end. yeah. But for me, yeah, for me, that was, like, not very much. Um, but I think I would cheat, you know, more than you, um, <laughs> you and did, No, and I like, was not. I would a have che- little, yeah. just little things in my diet. I would make them fit into my macros, but, like, Joey made, like, rum cake one time. And I took a little tiny, I weighed out like 50 ounces.
1: Yeah, you did the right thing. You made it fit. Yeah,
0: and uh, made it fit. And so, yeah, I definitely splurged on occasion and had things I don't think you're supposed to have on on
1: prep. No, but but. I think that you, if you didn't, then you really crave it too much and then sometimes you overeat. So, But if you can make it fit in your Macs, the problem with that, when you have treats like that, you make it fit in your Mac, but that replaces, if you have that rum cake, that replaces... Like volume. The volume. And so you're so you're still starving afterwards yeah. after you eat it. That's yeah.
0: So that was one thing that I had to be careful of. And and that's why, so for me, so neither of us had really like coaches for early training. I had a nutrition coach for three months. Prior, Towards the end, right? Towards the end. Yeah. So during that three months, that was a big thing that she worked on with me was just trying to get more volume in and trying to make sure that, yeah, I wasn't wasting all my calories on high calorie foods like yeah. bagels and cereal
1: yeah you want to yeah you want to have vegetables that fill you up that are voluminous that fill you yes. up so you feel full yes. and less calories so
0: yeah so i had to work i had to work on that because
1: oh, yeah. yeah and then as yeah. we as as I was, the leaner i got the harder i had time to sleep i couldn't sleep and so um for supplement wise i I started my multivitamin and I could tell that as soon as I started my multivitamin my hair started growing back, you know, so that was good Uh, Started the multi and then I always do the fish oil and then I added to help me sleep at night I added magnesium So that helped me sleep and then I always did the creatine and I did the creatine for out throughout I've been doing it since the beginning and I really feel like that help my muscle definition, and Sierra said she just started that.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I I just started using creatine, now that we're done with the bodybuilding, but I kind of wish I could have started that earlier, too. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So then, for me, I had to carb deplete toward the last, like, three... uh, the last like three weeks of prep, I had to do like carb depletion. Did and you? Did you do? No. Like, so
1: do that? The, what? So like I said, I was so lean that I never mm-hmm. really uh, cut my calories till the end. I mean, because as I'm older, I my skin is not as taut, so I was more wrinkly. So I was more concerned at keeping my keeping plump. <laughs> so I kept eating what I was eating. So the prep week was actually pretty. Basic except for I added salt the day of the show. I did the salt. Yeah, That's what I did. Yeah.
0: So for for those of you who don't know, when bodybuilders get ready to go on stage, this was something that Renee and I were trying to research and find out about because there was like water depletion or you taper your water down the, the week of your carbs and then you mess around with your sodium also neither of us really necessarily messed around with all three of those things. Like yeah. I I did um, less carbohydrates the week before and then the week of, um, but I didn't ditch the water until show day. Yeah. I drank a gallon until show day, and then show day I didn't drink hardly anything.
1: I know. Show day, I think I only um, had like 16 ounces, if even that.
0: I had, I had less. <laughs> so that's
1: crazy. But I didn't, <coughs> and I think I thought it would feel it more, but I think I was just so nervous that it didn't yeah. matter.
0: Yeah. And the and same thing for me with the food. Like, I had a hard time getting myself to eat, I think. I remember you
1: saying, it's like, I got to go back to the hotel room because I got to eat. And which is it right. And you needed thing. to eat.
0: Yeah. Because you, you're not supposed to, like, starve yourself the day of the show. But it was, like, really hard because I was like, oh, I don't feel like eating. Because like, yeah.
1: when, I I, I, to- when I'm nervous, I don't want to eat like that, are you excited? Nurses is excited.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was a challenge.
1: Well then tell them about, uh, so we all had to, we had to order bikinis ahead of time. To, oh yeah. You had a Gosh. debacle.
0: I know. I told this story so many times. So yeah. So for bodybuilding shows, the ladies get these really sparkly, um, bikinis basically And where did you order yours from?
1: Angel bikinis.
0: Okay, yeah. So and that's a pretty typical like uh, company. Yes. I did not go the typical route. (laughs) (laughs) I went and looked on Etsy for um, businesses that created bikinis, and um, I ordered a bikini in February, and our uh our bodybuilding show is in April so i was like okay i have plenty of time plenty of time because yeah. they say
1: it takes a month to to make
0: per, yeah exactly yeah. i was like okay it should be here you know like mid march and that would be perfect so i waited march 10th came around and i was like okay it should be shipping out pretty soon well i found out that uh, my suit was being made in ukraine and i had ordered it about a week prior to um the war that started in ukraine So when I contacted the seller, because I was like, oh crap, I don't, I don't know what's going on with my suit, um, I found out that, uh, her place of business had completely been destroyed by bombs. I felt so bad, actually, even messaging her for this, because I was like,
1: but you needed a suit.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm like, this is probably the least of her worries, and I'm like, over here, like, I need a suit for a bikini show, like, anyway. So, yeah, essentially she was like, yeah, I'm really sorry. Like, all my orders have been canceled. Like, I can't make them anymore. Like, I don't even have my office anymore. I was like, okay, no worries. Like, I will figure something else out. So, left it at that. I went and found another gal in Las Vegas here in the States that made them. I contacted her and I was like, hey, I need this suit by, you know, April 1st that was the Friday before, right? Friday before, yeah. yeah. I need it by April 1st so that I can take this bikini, um, for the next day. Like, if I order it right now, um, you know, will you have it to me in time? And this all happened within, like, two days. Yeah. Like, me finding out that my suit wasn't going to be here and then reordering one. So, I finally reordered a suit that was going to be made within seven days and then um shipped out to me
1: and this is so when you order a suit it's not just like you order i'm size eight you have to give them your precise measure custom and they want to know how much weight you're going to lose before you get the suit and i mean it's just custom everything is custom so it was not as simple as she's making it sound yeah
0: it's it's a process it's like custom made for you and yeah there's like different things you can tweak different Yeah, Um, like rhinestones or colors or just connectors and ties and everything everything is like adjustable and and stuff so ordered the suit um it was shipped out about a week before a little over a week before saturday before yeah yeah it was the saturday before Mm -hmm. um and so it was supposed to arrive the monday before the show I was like, perfect, I'll have it a couple of days before. I can like try it on, make sure everything's all good. Monday comes, uh, it didn't arrive, and I was like, okay, what happened to it? Check the tracking. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. In transit. From Vegas, yeah. From from (laughs) Vegas. And I was like, what the heck? Why did it go all the way up here? So essentially it got lost in the mail or something. Um and I was like, I don't think it's gonna be here in time. So last minute, I looked on Amazon, found a twenty dollar swimsuit that had like, um, like sparkles on it, and ordered that because I was like,
1: because you had to have something. something to wear. Yeah.
0: So I. Well, and then
1: it. and then until that point, you said you've never worn a two piece. Bi- sp- True. Sp-spierce. Yeah.
0: So I I come from a very conservative family. Um, I've never worn a bikini before, like at home or in public i wore one for the first time when i started practicing posing which we'll we'll talk about that next too um yeah and so i was like oh gosh this is gonna be this is gonna be a lot to so like yeah, yeah. you're you're exposed there's like
1: yeah yeah you're exposed yeah and
0: yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so i did get the the two-piece swimsuit from amazon but
1: uh um, and it worked out it was perfect it
0: worked out i don't think anyone knew
1: no no, Which it looked great. just like all the other ones. And, and so she paid $20 on Amazon and the ones we were ordering are almost $300. Yeah, or more, depending or on more. where you got. Yes, Some and 300 is low end.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, the more, the professional ones that uh, people get for like the Olympia and stuff are upwards yeah. of like $600. Or Crazy. One. That's a lot. Yeah. Just for, you know, little, little piece of <laughs> fabric. A little piece of fabric, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So anyway, that was a fun yeah adventure. So you handled that, that
1: really well because that
0: I was so sick the <laughs> the Wednesday before the show. I was just like I I just what don't do what I, I do? To do Yeah. Well, I just I wanted it to look good because that's that's another thing is just you work so hard.
1: Well, you work so look. hard to get lean and fit.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. And so you just you want to look good. and You don't want to stand out. Like my goal, I didn't have any goals to like win or like place or anything i just didn't want to come like last
1: place and just look look out. horrible yeah and look
0: horrible and out of place and you wanted
1: to do it for you that yeah, i yeah. think that was both of our goals we wanted to do it for ourselves and we both have come a long way we both came a long way yes yeah yeah, yeah. so but with that too so with the swimsuit it was also we got to bling up too so we had oh clear yeah. clear <laughs> five inch heels which we had to learn to walk in and then we did got to do the blingy jewelry the bracelets and the earrings yeah had to
0: get nails done I and nails yeah. done for yeah first time. yeah Her um, toes done
1: yep yep um yeah what else what else do we have to
0: do
1: and then you ordered so a couple things too didn't show up too you ordered your silk robe
0: oh that yeah. didn't get there in time <laughs> either <laughs> yeah ordered a silk robe another thing we had to be aware of when we were at the venue um so you get spray tan. Yeah. When you're at the show, um, so essentially you have to bring things to make sure you don't get any tan on the bedding at the hotel. Yeah. So we had to order our own like sheets and comforters and towels. We had to bring all that
1: so home. It was crazy. I've never been to a hotel room and had to strip the bed and put my black sheets on. So I know I that was
0: crazy. It was really weird. Yeah. And, like, it, and we did it, too. I made Joey do it because I had already tanned. And I'm like, I'm not touching anything.
1: Oh, he'd already tanned. Yeah, because yeah. he,
0: um, so another, oh, this was another thing that happened for me. I had a lot of huge you, bumps, like, the week. You really <laughs>
1: did it, and you handled it so smoothly.
0: Um, so I had, they have people that do your hair and makeup at the venue. Yes. And you had. You had I had my makeup, makeup done,
1: and I did my own hair, but yes. I had my makeup done. So
0: for me, I don't know how to do my. And I can kind of do my makeup, but not, like, stage makeup. So my cousin, Emily McDougal, I had her, I was like, I will pay for everything if you can come and do my hair and makeup. Yeah. So she agreed, and this was, like, a month in advance that I asked her. Well, she's in Central, um, Central Washington University's program. And she had her first two classes after spring break start. Friday, the day we were supposed to leave. And we had to
1: leave that Friday for the show because we had to do um, tanning at 4 o'clock yes. Friday afternoon. and
0: yeah. do athlete check-in. Yes. So I had to be there early. She didn't have her classes until like 11 and didn't end until like 3 and check-in. And tan was like starting at 4 and then 7. Anyway, so um, that was a whole deal, because we had to figure out, like, do we take two cars? Because I had my husband and my brother coming with me as well. So, essentially, me and my brother went to um, Vancouver first, and then Joey and Emily followed. Yeah. And us. then,
1: and John, your brother said, well, let's stop. I want to pick up these weights on the way too. Right. When you yes, yeah, so
0: ordered some weight plates, cause he, he does a lot of powerlifting and he's trying to get stronger. So he's been building this garage gym. So he had ordered a bunch of plates to be picked up that afternoon as well.
1: Just add it to your list. Sierra. Yeah. So
0: there was just a bunch of things that were happening all at the same time. So, so, uh, some of the stuff that I had ordered, Joey's was supposed to bring it with him. Yes. Later that day. Well, a lot of the stuff I had ordered didn't come until like 4 PM and they had left at like four 40 or three, three forty. Oh
1: really? 20 minutes. Oh, I didn't know that. It was, it was like
0: 20 thing. minute difference. And so, yeah, I didn't have, I had the sheets, which was good. Yes. I didn't have the comforter or, um, yeah, or the, um, robe. The robe. And I didn't have the bikini. None of that came in, in time. Um, I'm just glad the sheets came in, and I, I had. But you had the Amazon bikini. Yeah,
1: I had yeah. the Amazon bikini.
0: I had gotten that on. I think it was like Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday yeah. I think we practiced with
1: the the last proposing. Did we the last? Thursday? I got it,
0: yeah, I got it after we had done. Oh, posing. okay. So this was another thing too. There's a certain way you have to stand on stage, and um, for it to be judged, they have like a front pose and a back pose. Yes. And this was something we kind of had to figure out as well because there's more, it seems like there's more than one way to actually pose. Yes,
1: there really is. Yeah.
0: And also depending on like what uh, division or category you're doing as well. So... We finally figured out how, when did we figure that out? Well, remember, coaching I, coaching?
1: I started p- posing and practicing, and and of course I didn't know what I was doing. And so I, when I first started, I knew there was like a front pose, but was really, they called it a front pose, but it really is a sideways pose. And yes. so then I practiced that for six, nine months, and not very much because I really sucked at posing. That was my <laughs> least favorite part of the whole building thing. Yeah. Sierra, Sierra was a rock star at that. but So I practiced, and then I realized that, they said well if you're going to practice posing you really need to pose the other direction because the your number is going to be on your hip and i thought at this point I, we can't change so we both had yeah. been practicing the, the supposedly the wrong way but it actually turned out okay
0: yeah it's, essentially you were supposed to pick the side that you felt most comfortable width, and natural and, with yeah so i think we were a little more odd because most of the other competitors went the other yes other side, way side. but essentially it worked out. Yeah, just
1: but fine. Two, you said um, there was a front and a back pose, but there also was transitions into those poses yeah. with the least movements, and so yeah. Sierra was. It's almost. Good it's at almost that. like a dance
0: in a way. Yes. Which is Why I feel like I had a better time with it because I did uh, ballet for like eleven years. Yeah,
1: you've professional. So dance, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So I I was able to pick up on that, which I feel like we had a really good time with, like. Uh, posing together, we had posing practice every week for was it like a month, two
1: months? I think it was a couple months, and that's where Sierra really took the lead on that. And yeah. you know, we could we could look at each other, and she could critique, critique yeah, me and said, "You need to pop other. out more here." Yeah,
0: yeah. and I um, I had a posing lesson with um, Tiara.
1: What's her last name? Um, I don't know her last name, but okay. from the total, um, total the. bodybuilding dietitian yeah Yeah. bodybuilding
0: dietitian so there, there's two people that um, do a lot of like bodybuilding like coaching nutrition they do everything for you
1: yeah
0: but essentially all I needed was like the posing to get down I was like I don't know exactly how to do this we have an idea so I had her give me a posing lesson for 45 minutes. It was the hardest 45 <laughs> minutes of my life.
1: <laughs> I think that's crazy because when he told me that afterwards, I'm like, oh my was, God. And you know, you should see Sierra lift. I mean, she, she can lift heavy, but if she said posing, Dude. you wouldn't realize how hard it really is. It
0: was intense. Yes. It was pretty intense. Because um, like you wouldn't think that posing is that hard, but you're holding that position for like a really long time and you're not exactly flexing your muscles, but k- kind of.
1: Yeah, and you're, you're just, torquing. You have to You have to uh, pop your butt out and arch your back. It's just...
0: Point your toe. Point your... T- twist your... Yeah, there's ugh. a ugh. Anyway, so, yeah, after doing that, we really kind of got down into exactly what we were supposed then to we do. Then we knew
1: really what we were supposed to do. Yes. Yeah. So
0: that really helped both of us, I think. Oh, totally. To be able to know, yeah. like, okay, this is exactly what we're supposed to do and then just trying to like repeat it over and over and over again yeah Yeah.
1: um
0: but i think it was really good for us in the end because i think when you step on stage if you don't have that down it's really easy to um blank almost yeah and i um, agree and do
1: do you remember that one practice we did we were watching youtube videos and we had done it a couple times with some youtube videos when they called out the turns and stuff and then she you turned on the other one in the crowd and we were, oh. we just got unfocused. We looked at each other and we're like, I, I just can't get it. Because the yeah. noise and the atmosphere. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. they, uh, in the video, the, the crowd wasn't quiet at all. And we were trying to like listen to um, the head judge. giving yeah. off um, instructions. And there was just, yeah, there's a lot of noise and music. And we were trying to like focus on the technique. So it was. Yeah. So
1: that, I think that was really helpful to prepare us. That it's going to be loud. You would never think that a show yeah, would be loud, but that. it was loud, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: that was uh, another thing we had to do. But that was it was fun, and it ended up being good,
1: so, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, so we got down there Friday, because we each had an appointment for a spray tanning at 4. Um, very, <laughs> mm-hmm. Sierra said she's modest. Well, I was brought up really modest, too. So when you go in this room, you know, they they have just little, like, little tents. The tents, you're in a little tents. (laughs) and the tent next to you is, you go in the tent, and they strip everything down. They say, strip everything down, and just put your clothes right here on the floor. And the tent next to you is somebody drying off. Could be a male or female. They've got fans blowing at them, and as you stand there, you know, you put your arms up like you do through security, and then, then they just spray tan you, and have you turn around, and then you... Then you, the person next to you is done with the spray tanning and you go to the next one and then you dry out in there for a couple minutes. Then you leave. And of course, you can't, you have to wear loose clothes. Yeah, there's right? like
0: a bunch of do's and don'ts when it comes to getting a spray tan.
1: Yes, because it could rub off. Like Sarah said, we brought our own sheets and stuff. So just a lot of baggy clothes we wore. Yeah,
0: yeah. and you were like, yeah, you you couldn't shower You were you weren't supposed to shower the day of and use any um, no deodorant no deodorant no perfume no fragrances of any kind even in like soap yes Um, so you couldn't do that and then you couldn't shower afterwards Um, and like you had to be careful this one this one's kind of awkward but you had to be careful when you go to the bathroom repeat yeah make sure you don't like splash up or anything I definitely got like drops of water after washing my hands on myself and it was like yeah, it's kind of weird seeing, but, like, how it changes and stuff.
1: But. Yeah, but what they do is, so <laughs> why they, we got the first coat on Friday, and then Saturday before the show, they re- reapplied us. And yours actually, Sears, they asked you to shower because it yeah, didn't go on. so
0: mine, mine kind of, I don't know, it, it screwed up somewhere. So when I got my first hand uh, like, on one of my arms... There must have been something. Oh, discoloration, cover, yeah. Because they couldn't figure out how to blend it correctly, and it. they asked me if i put anything on. I was like, no, I, I didn't use anything, but the they had a skin prep that they sent us. Yes, that we had to do. And I had used that um, earlier, but they said it was fine. So they told me to rinse off in the morning before I came down for my second one. So in that circumstance, for me, it was a little bit different. Um, than a lot of the other people, I think. I don't think very many people had
1: to do that. No, and, and they they were really good at the, at the, the tanning. And they knew if you had splotches or something, because I had some splotches on my stomach, they just sprayed it again, and it's, they recoated you Saturday.
0: Yeah, well, and they had to really recoat me, too, because, like, did you did you ever get, like, the heat spots on... No, like, from like your legs hitting or no. something? Yeah, so so my, my legs are pretty big, I think, pretty bulky. So I had, like, these marks... All the way down my leg and on my calf After um, the heat. that were darker, basically because of the heat yeah. from my legs touching. So and that happened it, with my legs and also my underarms. So, oh yeah. The so for whatever reason um, when you like sweat or for me when I sweat um, the tan would turn green.
1: Um, did it turn green?
0: Did I not tell you that?
1: I didn't see it green. Oh, you my gosh. must have.
0: Yeah, so um, two times they had to do my underarms uh, because I was like sweating so much. I wore a giant T shirt. I was trying not to sweat. The yeah, whole time. she
1: wore Joey's giant T shirt because she didn't have that robe, but it actually was perfect. Yeah, I yeah. think it was perfect. But yeah. yeah,
0: so my underarms were like sweating. Everything else was fine, but it was like turning green because <laughs> the way it was reacting to the tan. So yeah, I had I. I ended up getting a lot of extra <laughs> work done on like certain spots just yeah. because of like stuff like that. It was that that was crazy. Yeah, the and, tanning I, process. was And crazy.
1: I'm really fortunate that cause, that we didn't do our own tan because a lot of people do their own self tans and I'm glad we know didn't how do that. Did. No, I don't either because we would all been green.
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it is really nice. I think that they provide a lot of stuff when you're there. They pretty much provide almost everything you need.
1: A lot of the services, yeah. The yeah. So
0: yeah. we were we were at a, a like a big lodge in Vancouver, and they yeah, had like the an Bend area, lodge. yeah. So you could literally stay in the lodge, get your spray tan in the lodge, get your hair and makeup done in the lodge, and then they had the area where the show was actually taking place. Yeah. So it was all in the same building, which was yeah. really nice, actually. I you think it was really leave. nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Really helpful. So, a lot of
1: people running around in sweatpants and, and pajamas. Yeah.
0: You walk in. So, athlete check-in. I know. I think all of us had the same reaction. I walked in. Everybody there is fit. Yes. Like so many guys that just, like, super mm-hmm. big. Like, all of these girls that are obviously, like, fitness. Like, very into fitness and, like, fit. and.
1: Um, well, and then... And their um, yeah. trainers are looking at these girls' bodies, and their the girls have their shirts uh, up, and they're looking at their abs. The trainers are, and they're going, kind of pressing it, and they go, "Okay, you need you need more sugar. Go have some candy." They're telling them what they needed yeah. to plump up or get. Oh uh, yeah,
0: okay. So let's talk. Yeah, I was gonna say let's talk backstage. Okay. What happened? Cause like we so we had an entire day, um, where so the guys went in the morning. Yes. Unfortunately for us, we yeah. had to wait until like the very end of the day. So all the guys categories went in the morning and then they had women's figure physique and bodybuilding in the afternoon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I not sure which order, but uh, yes, bikini was definitely yeah, last. So
0: we got to watch a little bit of that, which was really nice. Cause you know, you, you can kind of be like, Oh, okay. That's where we're going to be standing. And like, that sort of thing and then we went very last like our category was at like five to eight in the evening so we had to wait all day before we got to go and then you go into the backstage area and they have um they have another spray tan tent for like touch-ups yeah they have a bunch of people there for like gluing swimsuits on they yeah they They glue glue your your swimsuit to you (laughs) they glue your swimsuit to you they add glaze to your skin to make you look shiny or sweaty whatever um they have like touch up in case you have some spots that just need a little bit of um blending and then everyone else is either eating rice cakes and peanut butter or (laughs) pumping up with bands yeah that was like yeah
1: that, to me, was mm-hmm. the most overwhelming part because I, because I should have been pumping up, but I just couldn't get my mind wrapped around that I needed to pump up.
0: Yeah. Well, and you, you were first. And I was, I did categories. two divisions.
1: I did Masters 50 plus for people 50 and older. And that was like right, uh, right away. It seemed like it was within 20 minutes when after we got back yeah. there. Well,
0: because yours, yours was the very first Yes. Up. So we were, what time did we get down there? I think we got there a half hour early. Yeah. So... We were there a half hour early, and then, yeah, Renee was going first. So, yeah, she had, like, a black band, I think, and was, like, trying to do stuff. It is a very overwhelming atmosphere. It's overwhelming. Because, yeah. like, everyone's trying to get ready. Every, there's people all over the place, stuff, just, like, suitcases and, like, food. And, yeah, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it was a lot, yeah. Um, and then, so, walking on stage for the first time.
1: That, going up those <laughs> steps, it was like well, getting ready when you're going up those steps. That was the most nervous part. And then, yeah. Yeah. Going on stage. Really Your fast. heart's beating really fast. Yeah. So. But you had done the stage stuff before.
0: Yeah. Funny enough, I have a harder time speaking in front of people. I would much rather go up and perform in front so, of people. So, doing like the poses to me was just like stepping on stage and doing like. You know, a ballet routine. And doing the routine, yeah. But, yeah. So I still got nervous, like, beforehand, but I feel like once I'm up there.
1: You just know what you needed. You knew what you needed to do. So
0: that was kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so you did the masters, and then both of us were in the same. um, True novice. True novice. Which is first time competitors, yeah. Yes. So, and it was actually really cool because we were in the same lineup because there were 16 i
1: think there were 16 yeah.
0: 16 girls so what they do is they have one line in front of the judges that they're looking at and then they have um like two diagonal lines of girls off to the side which you still have to stand
1: and po- in your pose, pose
0: which you wouldn't think is so hard but we stood there for like what five minutes
1: no we like, stood because i actually got videos <laughs> so when i did masters uh the video was like four and a half minutes when we did the tune office, it was like twenty one minutes. Was it really? And so, because Sierra oh, and I, gosh. when we got off, we said, "I said I'm just beat oh, because standing pose that long." Yeah,
0: yeah, we had to stand there for a long time, and we was our line last yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. I think we were the very last line to get up and actually post. So by the time we were, like actually doing
1: the actual post, yeah, we were we were gone. But that was yeah. good
0: practice. <laughs> and then we had the tea walk, that we didn't quite anticipate. <laughs> yeah, we did. not um, So a T-Walk is where you walk straight onto the stage, you turn and do a front pose, and then you walk forward toward the judges, kind of toward the middle of the stage. And then you go through the whole routine of front pose, transition into back pose, transition back to front pose. And then you kind of like thank the judges with like a little
1: curtsy uh, thing I don't curtsy, know what they call that
0: whatever yeah. yeah and then you walk off so we did we we kind of practiced that a little bit no
1: we didn't know that was coming
0: not not really no um so last minute backstage we were trying to go through like okay how are we gonna do this we do this first and then this and like trying to um how did your T walk go because I almost so, fell
1: Um, mine, so since I did two divisions, I only did the true T walk in the master's division. And remember we were talking backstage and I said, I'm not doing that back pose. Oh, remember that? And so I, no, I didn't do the back pose in that because I just very modest. And so I thought, what if I'm out there by myself, I'm not doing that back pose. They're not judging me by myself. They only judge you when you're in the group. So I definitely did the back pose in the calls they called out in the group. But no, on that other one, I just did the, tea, you know, like we, I said, T-walk, you walk out, like Sarah said, then you go to the front of the stage, you do the front pose, I think I did the side pose, and the curtsy, and I was done.
0: Yeah, and to, and to clarify, so with the back pose, uh, you essentially have to push your butt out toward the judges, judges so yeah. you're like, almost like half bending over, it's a very, and you've got this awkward, really skimpy
1: bikini on, it. yes yeah Yeah, very uncomfortable
0: which for us we actually had more coverage than most of the competitors yes
1: i had the most coverage i could get in ordering a suit yeah yeah
0: because a lot of the girls basically had like thong thongs on
1: yes (laughs) yep
0: that's how little was showing anyway so that's why it was kind of like awkward to have to turn around and do back pose because you're literally just like oh look at my butt cheeks yeah (laughs) Like, (laughs) like my my cousin made the joke she's like so essentially, you have one whole butt cheek because if like half of one on each side is showing. Oh, geez,
1: that's funny. Well, and I think uh, Emily, you know, that she's the one that oh, did uh, Sierra's yeah. makeup. She, when she, she she had never been to a show before, and Sierra and I oh. hadn't, but we had practiced together. So we we had seen, we, had seen, we knew what we were going to see, but I think Emily was totally shocked. I mean, her jaw oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. was down. We,
0: so we saw a little bit of the guys in the morning morning yes and yeah she was like oh my gosh one she was like they look like rotisserie chickens yeah because they were, they're all spray they tan tan and like just glazed and like flexing and just like and she was like this is this this is a thing like yeah. what she <laughs> not believe it yeah she had not been exposed to that at all so for her it was like I think she felt a little bit awkward almost. Well, uncomfortable at first, yeah. Yeah, I think it was, like, better as the day went on because, like, essentially you have to kind of get used to it because you're just watching this. It's there all day day long, yeah. Yeah, so it was a long time, but, yeah, it was good.
1: Um, So kind of what I've learned from this is the whole process, both Sierra and I are both goal-driven and we always have to have our goal to achieve. And I remember when I was working with you, you would say, you know, I'm just kind of lost. I really want, I need something... To strive towards you know and once you have that goal and we both did the bodybuilding goal we were really driven and it just taught me discipline and I love structure and so it taught me the structure I liked in the goal setting um, determination and I like to do the same thing every day and just like I told Sierra I like to eat the same thing all the time um, so that was good for me and um, it really helped take me out of my comfort zone so that was totally something I normally wouldn't do so i I was glad that i did that um and then nick my husband said well you know you did because i always said well you know i'm not going to be look as good as the other people there and he said you know but you're doing it for you which is right i did it for me and he said you and sierra are doing only what one percent of the population will ever do you're in shape you're you're entering a bodybuilding company and so i think of that when i think you know i really Could have been more prepared, but you can only be as prepared as your body's willing to take you.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, I feel like for both of us, we really put our 100% in. For everything. We did everything we possibly could to be prepared for the show. Yeah. So, I don't feel like that kind of gives us a sense of, like, satisfaction and accomplishment in itself. Yeah. Because we know we didn't leave anything on the table.
1: Yeah. We know we went all out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, for me, I... I feel like the biggest thing for me was, like, learning consistency really does make a difference in everything. Yeah. And and it was hard, yeah. It was hard. And, and yeah, especially in the last couple months because you really had to dial in everything you were doing.
1: every little thing mattered whether even if you had it if you didn't drink enough water one day well then you'd be more dehydrated the next day just weird things yeah
0: and even like down to the training for I don't know you you kept the training I think the same toward the end because pretty much yeah I had to keep the same exact routine like the last couple of weeks like I couldn't change anything because like I didn't want
1: to mess anything up
0: yeah Um, but it was like interesting like over time From, like, start to finish, the amount of transformation your body goes through and just by changing things like the nutrition or, like, adding, you know, different movements in to work on, you know, different uh, body parts. Yes. Or, you know, for me, I don't think I've ever gotten lean from, like, a calorie deficit and been so consistent like I've done a lot of things that are performance based, not necessary, not necessarily aesthetic, based on your appearance. Yes. So that, that for me was like, um, especially as a coach and personal trainer, you tell people like consistency is everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really. Saw but you that. really seen that it real it, and it really is everything, and you don't really believe it until you until you do it. And, and sometimes, yeah. you know, you start a new thing while well, you're, you change your macros and for two days you're doing it. It's like, I don't really see anything. Well, you know what? You're not going to see anything for a week to two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. It consistency. Like,
0: yeah. I know. I, I struggled with that. I think the second month I had my nutrition coach, cause she had me stick to the same macros for two full months. And I was like, are you sure I shouldn't like switch this around yet? Yeah. And, you know, eventually I, I did finally ask her, like, what, what's your overall plan for <laughs> me? I yeah, just and wanted to know. You wanted to know. Um, and I think essentially she was just trying to keep things as consistent as possible without getting to the extreme stuff next.
1: Well, like, then you get the, to know your body by doing the consistency. You get to know yeah, how your body responds.
0: Yeah, and I think she was trying to keep it the same as long as possible before making any changes, which now makes total sense.
1: But when you're in it... When you're in it, it messes with your head, honest to goodness. Because we would, sometimes, you know, I would say up to Sierra, you know, I can't sleep. And she'd say, well, why don't you... do? You, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And then Sierra would say, well, you know, I don't want to get too low on calories because I... Well, remember you'd say, well, I can't eat in the morning because if I start eating too early in the morning, then I'm hungry all day. Yeah, I so you better timing if you wait. ate at 10 or 11. Yeah, made yeah. sense for you. Yeah,
0: and for me, like, I really... Yeah, I had to really dial in because as... As I got closer, like, like you were saying, sleep gets hard.
1: Yes, it gets hard. Um,
0: I had a hard time getting enough sleep because, like, my food was so low, I think. Um, and yeah, you're tired all the time. And you're just exhausted. You're exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. is a lot. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I think to finish off, so what are you going to do now (laughs) that you're finished?
1: So, um, my goal, you know, I've not, I, what am I doing? I'm. What I did is my workout, I used to work out almost like three hours a day, and I'm not doing that anymore. That's, it was pretty much encompassing, I think, getting ready for the Bottle show, I spent five to six hours a day, just between meal prep and posing and lifting. So now I've cut my workout in half, and with, it's okay if you cut it in half, I keep telling myself that, <laughs> if you cut it in half, I can maintain what I, muscles I have. I still want to concentrate on building my glutes and my hamstrings um i just need to i i still have to find another passion or another fitness driven goal that i need because i work for goals look for goals and just not figured out exactly what that's going to be yet that i'm happy with because i when i know i'll know i'll be jazzed about it yeah yeah Yeah,
0: and you're you're really good at Putting all your effort into a goal once you decide.
1: Yeah, and I would like did. another far-reaching goal like that that's a year or two years away. Yeah. So, but I'll find it. and Just keep trying different things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. It's yeah.
1: fun. And then what's what's yours?
0: Um, so, I decided I needed something, like, right away yeah. <laughs> to start. So, um, I'm taking a break from the bodybuilding. I don't know if I'll ever do do it again or not. Um. So my next goal is to do a Tough Mudder, which is essentially a 10-mile run with, um, like, 30 obstacles, I think, in it. Yeah, so it's like an obstacle course um, run, and yeah, it's a muddy (laughs) run, hence the name. Um, Yeah, and that's in, like, September. So now I'm, like, trying to get running down because I've never been
1: you have you've not been a runner at all you've not always really. mostly like, lifted I've done
0: short distances like in crossfit and stuff and i could always run like you know a mile and and be fine but yeah i never did much more than that so i'm trying to get running distance up and then while i can i'm trying to get as strong as i can before the training gets too intense cuz like as um as i start running more i won't be able to get as much strength i think
1: Yes, because um, they'll counteract each other. Yeah, yeah. so
0: <clears throat> for now I'm just trying to get as strong as possible before I get to that point where I'm doing a lot of running. And, and then
1: you'll we, do you think you'll incorporate incorporate more to d- running and less weightlifting until after the better run?
0: I think I'll still do the weightlifting. I'll just try to maintain.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and they say you can maintain all the research I've done with half the amount of yeah, weight training. I
0: just won't be able to push as hard, I think, as far as like um, trying to lift heavier.
1: So then your so, goal after the Mudder run, do you have a goal after that? Not that, yet. Okay, yeah. I, way,
0: I was kind of thinking it'd be nice to get back into CrossFit, yeah. actually, because I took... I had a injury in 2019, so that was another reason that I decided to try the bodybuilding, because everything I was doing was just me, making my back worse. Yes. Um, so... I don't know. I was kind of hoping that maybe, like after running and like trying to get stronger, maybe I'd be ready to get back into CrossFit at that point.
1: Yeah, you'll see. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but yeah.
1: Yeah, we did so, good. I it was a good goal we set together to do it, and we both made it. Made it to the end. That's good. Yes. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Anything. That's anything it. Else? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was our experience doing bodybuilding show. It was overall a good experience and yeah, hopefully you guys got some interesting information Mission. out of it. Different Enjoy- information. Yeah. Yeah, getting a perspective from two people who'd never done bodybuilding before and kind of did it from scratch basically. Yes.
1: So anything is possible.
0: Yep. All right. Thank you guys for Thanks, listening. Sierra. Thank you Renee for being on the podcast. Yep. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like more information on health and fitness, you can go and follow me on my social media platforms at Reform Nutrition Coaching or visit my website at reformnutritioncoaching.com.